Thank you, Isaac. That was powerful. Um, could just go home now. <laughs> Thanks for continuing your testimony, by the way. Um, yes, um, God used that. I know. Yeah. Amen. And we'll continue to. Hope is here. Hope is here. I'd like us to uh, read our scripture this morning, and I'm not going to preach very long, just to uh, uh, mention that to you for any of you that might be saying, oh my goodness, now we got to listen to Pastor Todd and his 45-minute messages. No, not today. Um, I wanted um, these other people to have a chance to give their testimonies, to talk to the, uh, to the Browns, get to know them today. This is just going to be an introduction message to uh, talking about hope, and hope is a, uh, a person, Jesus Christ, talking about Jesus and uh, getting us prepared for the Easter season. But in Romans chapter 15, I want us to read together this morning three verses, actually four verses. Uh, This will be verses 4 through 6, and then verse 13. This will be up on the screen for you. Uh, So uh, just in honor of God's word this morning, if you could stand together as we do that. Uh, Romans chapter 15, let's read these verses together. As soon as it comes up there for you. If I can get the next slide. There we go. For everything that was written in the past was written in, so that through endurance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you a spirit of unity among yourselves as you follow Christ Jesus. Keep going. There we go. So that with one heart and mouth, you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And now verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You may be seated. Parade Magazine had an article one time that talked about a man named Eugene Land. Eugene Land was a multimillionaire, and he was invited to go and speak to a group of about 59 fifth graders in, the, in one of the school districts of Harlem, and actually in East Harlem. Mr. Lane got up to speak to these 59 uh, elementary students. Before he got there, though, he prepared about what he was going to say and and speak about. And so he was ready to give some, some great encouragement to these students. What would he say? As he began his speech, he talked to these students who were predominantly black and Puerto Rican children, looking at him. Many of these that Uh, if history were to follow, would not even graduate from high school uh, because the graduation rate was very low in that school district. And here's what he decided to tell these students. First of all, he said, stay in school. 
stay in school. And then he said this, if you stay in school, I'll help pay for your college tuition. Every one of you. Every one of you. At that moment, the lives of these students changed forever. For the first time, these students had hope in their life. They had hope. Some of these students, or actually one of these students said this. He said, I had something to finally look forward to. Something to wait for. It was a golden feeling, he said. And here's what happened as the years went by. 90% of those students graduated from high school. 90% because they had hope. Mr. Land gave them hope because he offered them something. Hope for those students wasn't just the gift that they were given, though. It was about the giver. It was about the giver, Eugene Land. And if it wasn't for Eugene Land, these students most likely would have just followed history. They wouldn't have worked so hard to graduate. Many of them probably wouldn't have graduated from high school. But Eugene Land gave them hope. Hope was a person. Hope was a person for them. What that person had to offer was their hope. Many of you, I'm sure, have seen the TV show called Undercover Boss. Terry and I were watching that a few weeks ago, just a couple episodes of that. And uh, the episode that we watched, um, uh, this man was a CEO of a a great corporation, multi-million dollar corporation, maybe billions of dollars, I don't remember. But uh, what he did is he disguised himself and he decided to go to several of the restaurants that this company owned. And he went and he, uh, he looked totally different. They didn't recognize him. And he would go in there and he would actually, uh, what he did is he began to work alongside of the employees there. And, and he wanted to discover what they were going through. Uh, how, what kind of workplace did they really have? How much were they getting paid uh, to work there in these restaurants? And he would sit one-on-one even with the, with the restaurant uh, managers and, and hear their story. And, and a couple of these in particular on this episode, in the, one of the episodes we watched, um, uh, we found out that um, uh, this, this lady, she had uh, several children and she said there's no really hope of them going to college ever. Uh, you know, I, I work every day at this restaurant. I, I give my heart and soul to this restaurant and we barely, you know, we barely make ends meet. And so he, he continued to hear the story after story of the manager and the, and the workers of the restaurant. Well, he decided he wanted to make a difference in these people's lives. And so he went back to the corporation, uh, talked to the, the uh, board of directors and things like and those people, and, and so they decided to do some things to bring hope to these people. So he went back to the different restaurants, and to this one in particular, and he sat down with the manager, and I, I still remember the episode, and he said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to pay for your children to go to college. 
We're going we're gonna to give so much money for them to do that. And, and he sat down with these employees and he said, we're going we're gonna to do this for you and offer this. And, and he, this undercover boss, became hope for these people in these restaurants. Hope was a person to them and what that person had to offer. I want to tell you more this morning, more about somebody else. Not just an undercover boss or a school, uh, uh, somebody invited to speak to some school children. I want to tell you about true hope this morning. True hope. And that also comes and is provided to us by a person. True hope that provides us with all joy and peace. The joy and peace that is found in a person. And that person is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Verse 13 said, May the God of hope fill you. And it doesn't say just with a little bit of joy and peace to get through your day. No, it says, May he fill you with all joy and with all peace. All joy and all peace as you trust in him. So that means if you need encouragement today, trust Jesus. He is the one who loves you no matter what. If you need more strength for today or for this week to endure through the trials of life, trust in a person of Jesus Christ. Trust Jesus, the one who has the power to save. If you need joy in your life today, joy that's unspeakable joy, joy that is unflowing, uh, joy that can, that can come into your life in an overflowing manner, trust him by fixing your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful man so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. That's from Hebrews 12, verses 2 and 3. If you need peace in your life today, trust Jesus, who is our peace. Hope is already here. Hope is here because it's in Jesus Christ. Hope is found in Jesus Christ our Lord. So let me ask you, do you want that hope this morning? Do you want what Isaac was talking about? How Isaac is, what an example of somebody being, uh, being turned into a new creation in Christ. The old is gone, the new has come. Do you want that today? Do you want true hope? Then focus on Jesus Christ. Focus on Jesus. Don't focus on the outcomes. I was thinking about that. You know, I'm just as guilty as anybody else. I focus many times on the outcomes. I think, well, if this happens or, you know, I want this to happen in life and then maybe I'll experience more peace or more joy or more love or more of whatever. Don't focus on the outcomes. Focus on Jesus. Think about these verses that we read together here. In Romans chapter 15, it says that God, the God of hope, will fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him. 
Trust in Jesus. Don't trust on the outcomes. Don't trust on what's going to happen or what possibly could happen. Trust in Jesus. Focus on him who is our hope, who offers hope, who made the way possible for us to experience hope. Amen? Through the power of the Holy Spirit then, and this is so great, not only can we experience hope, but we can experience overflowing hope. Greater hope than what we can even imagine. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope. Overflow with hope. Do you want that much hope today? Of course you do. I do. I know that you do. You want that much hope. Overflowing hope. And the Apostle Paul tells us here in Romans how we can obtain it by trusting in Jesus. By keeping our eyes focused on Jesus. Because hope is here. It's not off in the distance. It's not something that maybe we can attain someday in life. No, it's right here. It's in a person, Jesus Christ. So how do we obtain that? Isaac led us in a beautiful prayer already of how to obtain salvation through Jesus Christ. For those of us that have chosen then to follow Jesus, to become followers of Jesus Christ, Read the Gospels. Study the Gospels of Jesus. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the Bible. If you want practicality of how to have hope in Jesus and through Jesus and from Jesus, then get into those Gospels. Find out how Jesus lived his life and make that your model. Make that your, uh, your goal to live like Jesus. And God, the God of hope, will fill you with his joy and his peace as you do that. Verse 4 that we read together says, For everything that was written in the past, everything written in the past was written to teach us, so that through endurance and the encouragement of the Scripture, we might have, what? Hope. That we might have hope. This wasn't written just so that we could have a great history lesson today. It was written so that we could have hope. Amen? Amen. Get into the word. Get into the truth. This will change your life. Hope is here. And that hope is Jesus. Let's stand together. I know this is the first Sunday of the month and many... Most of the first Sundays of the month we have communion together, but we're going to wait until next Sunday to do that. Uh, when we have, I don't want to rush through that time. Um, as we look at Palm Sunday together and uh, kind of journey together next week in that week before the cross with Jesus. So I just ask you to pray about that and invite people to come as we journey together and learning more about the hope that is here. So let's pray as we close together. Lord, it has been so good to be with you this morning. Your presence has been here in a powerful way. Thank you for your joy and your peace that is here. Hope is here.
because it's in you. Lord, I pray that we won't go out of here, walk out of this building, and just uh, forget about what we have heard today, forget about your truth, and just live life to please ourselves. But God, will you please help us to live for you? Will you help us to be obedient to your word? Will you please help us, Holy Spirit, to be followers of you? God, your word says that you are the God of hope. Give us more and more of your hope so that it overflows out of our life in such a way that others see the hope that we have in you. That others see the joy and the peace that is overflowing in our life. Lord, help us not to hoard those things. Help us not to hide them in our heart, but may they overflow so much that people are drawn to you. May we be bold in our faith, walking out of here ready to tell others about you. May we be out in this community and in the communities that surround us, places perhaps all over the the world this week, telling people about you through our actions, through our words, in anything that we do and say, may it be pleasing to you and may others, may others come to know you, Jesus. We pray for a great harvest of souls. I'm so grateful today that we get to be a part of that. I'm so thankful that, that I'm just one out of so many that have chosen to be followers of you. And so, Lord, we go in your peace and your love today. May we be your witnesses. May we see the harvest of souls before our eyes. Thank you so much. Lord, we pray this in the powerful name of Jesus. We're so, uh, I'm so thankful today that we can go in your power. So God, go with us. Keep us safe. And again, Help us to be obedient in your witness. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Invite somebody with you next week, and we will see you back um, here 10 o'clock next Sunday.